Thank you so much for downloading this episode of Positively Trek. We truly do appreciate each and every one of our listeners, and I'd like to especially thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you to our Constitution Class supporters, Jim Stoffel, Joyce Marin, and Paul D. Kinnear. If you'd like to become a supporter of Positively Trek and join our crew, please go to patreon.com slash positivelytrek. You can get early access to episodes, exclusive content, shoutouts, associate producer credits, ad-free episodes, and more. Again, that's patreon.com slash positivelytrek. Thank you all, and live long and prosper. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Positively Trek. My name is Dan Gunther, flying solo again this week. Things are heating up with this being the end of the school year, so unfortunately Barry could not make this recording. But I am here to bring you all of the week's Star Trek news. And, you know, not a ton of news this week, but definitely some things that we can talk about. Of course, the biggest thing in the news right now is the return of Star Trek Strange New Worlds for its second season. Last week, we got the premiere episode of season two, The Broken Circle. Definitely a very solid entry in the series if you want to hear my thoughts about that. There's a live show that I do every week with Brandy Jackala. You can find that on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Productions. Uh, so I'm not going to be doing like a review of each episode on Positively Trek. There's many other places where you can go for that kind of content. But suffice it to say, I did enjoy the episode. And of course, today, or at least if you're listening to this episode on the day that it is released, we have the second episode of season two, Ad Astra Per Aspera. Uh, another very, very good episode because this uh episode of the podcast won't be released until after it's already aired. I can go ahead and share my thoughts on it. Uh, excellent, great performances. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely uh, one of the top episodes of Star Trek, both old and new, I would say. I really, really enjoyed this very classic Trek courtroom drama along the lines of Measure of a Man or even going back to Court Martial in the original series. I think this one blows Court Martial out of the water. It comes close to Measure of a Man level of Trek storytelling, though. So, yeah, very, very good. And also some real killer gorgeous dress uniforms introduced in this episode as well. A lot of people have already seen these online. They've been released in promos and, and ads and, and released clips and stuff, but uh, just gorgeous, gorgeous costume design, gorgeous set design as well in the episode. I love it. Very, very, very good. Go check it out if you haven't already. But that's really all I'm going to be talking about with regards to Strange New Worlds this week, because I want to get to the week's Star Trek news. And again, this is going to be a shorter episode than usual, just focusing on the news of the week. So first of all, we've had reports that Star Trek Picard season three is going to be arriving on Blu-ray and DVD in September. And of course, as has become kind of the norm for a lot of these Star Trek releases, there will be a limited edition Blu-ray Steelbook release for this as well. Uh, special features on the set include behind-the-scenes featurettes with the cast and crew, a gag reel, never-before-seen deleted scenes, and audio commentary. Audio commentary, definitely one of my favorite things with physical media, so very excited that 
there are audio commentaries on this release. Now, on the press release, I don't believe that it said which episodes have audio commentaries. I'm hoping all of them. That would be excellent. And a number of featurettes as well with the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, as well as a final season Q&A panel with the cast and crew. Now, one thing that I had heard about was that that final scene in the final episode of Star Trek Picard, that one where they're all playing poker, there was apparently 40 minutes approximately of recordings of just them kind of palling around and and being in character that was recorded and then, of course, edited down for what we see in the episode. I would absolutely love it if all 40 minutes of that were included on the DVD or Blu-ray. I mean, I would certainly watch it. I don't know that there's a ton of fans who would, but I am definitely in the camp that would sit and watch that entire thing. I loved the ending of that episode, and it's one of those things where I didn't want it to end. And the idea that there's more of that out there is just such a joy. I would have that on in the background while I worked on stuff. That would be terrific. It looks like that is set to be released on September 5th, and alongside that release will be Star Trek Picard The Complete Series, which includes all three seasons and over seven hours of special features. I'm assuming this will basically be the two previous sets we've gotten before for season one and two, along with this season three set, all bundled together in one package. However... Closely following that, in October, October 17th to be precise, there is a huge release called the Picard Legacy Collection. Again, October 17th is when this is coming out. It is being described as, quote, the definitive release for next generation fans. Get this, this set includes 54 individually numbered Blu-ray discs and unique packaging that houses every TV series and film featuring Jean-Luc Picard. So, that is seven seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation, three seasons of Star Trek Picard, and all four TNG films. So, Generations, First Contact, Insurrection, and Nemesis, as well as over 35 hours of special features. This is insane. It also includes an exclusive edition of the book, The Wisdom of Picard, featuring brand new artwork and quotes, along with a bunch of other extras, a one-of-a-kind deck of playing cards, a magnet sheet featuring all of Picard's badges, and four custom Chateau Picard drink coasters. So <laughs> this is quite the release. There is no price point on this yet i have to assume it's going to be somewhat exorbitant but uh, yeah i mean you know 54 blu-ray discs this includes 154 episodes of television and the collectibles and the films and the behind the scenes stuff this is wild i i have no plans to buy this i already have all seven seasons of tng on blu-ray i have all the films on blu-ray i will have all three seasons of picard on blu-ray but i mean if you're looking for the ultimate gift for a trekkie out there i guess this is pretty cool. The one thing that's kind of neat, and I think you can get these elsewhere, are the, the badges collection that comes with it. But, uh, I mean, it's got that Picard Admiral badge. That's pretty cool. But again, there's no way I'm getting this. But someone is. And all the power to them. That's incredible. Amazing. So much money, I'm assuming that's going to be. I'm really curious as, the, as to the price point when that comes out. But like I said, the uh, Picard season three and the complete series set are both coming September 5th. 
the Legacy Collection. Interesting using that name as well. The Picard Legacy Collection hmm, uh, is coming October 17th. So keep your eyes out for that. Pre-orders, they're not up yet, but they probably will be soon. Moving on from the world of television to the world of Star Trek books. And an announcement was just recently made for something that I am very excited about. I've been waiting for this for quite some time. The novel Star Trek Deep Space Nine, A Stitch in Time, written by Andrew J. Robinson himself, who played the character of Garrick on Deep Space Nine. This is basically the life story of Garrick. Wonderful novel, came out over 20 years ago, quite a while ago. It's really hard to get your hands on these days. Copies of this can be really expensive, I think, due to the lack of ability to print it or something. I'm not sure what exactly the issue is, but it is fairly rare and fairly pricey if you want to get your hands on it. Now, there's a new edition of this coming out, and it is an audiobook, and it is narrated by the author and Garrick actor himself, Andrew J. Robinson. So excited for this. Garrick is one of my all-time favorite Star Trek characters, and this book not only is narrated by the guy who played Garrick, it's also the story of Garrick's life as a child on Cardassia and his time with the Obsidian Order, and all of that backstory we got before we see him in Deep Space Nine. So it's been out of print for so long, and and as this story here on Trek Core says that I'm going to link in the show notes, the resale price for copies of this book have exceeded $100. It's such a good book and it's so hard to come by. You can get it in ebook form. So there, you do have the ability to get that. But this audiobook read by Andrew J. Robinson, I mean, I've bought this book already. I have it. I bought it when it was new. I have a print copy of it, but I am going to be getting this ebook and listening to it to hear Garrick's life story in his own voice. I can't pass up that opportunity and we will for sure be talking about this on the Positively Trek podcast, probably in a book club episode uh, because it's such a good story and I really, really look forward to hearing this. So yeah, definitely count this among one of my uh, new purchases in the Star Trek universe. I will be getting this when it comes out. So how about all of you? Are you going to pick this up? I'd love to uh, hear people's thoughts on this because, ooh, so excited. I'm sure you can tell by my voice. Another piece of news that has recently hit the Star Trek universe is the announcement of a new video game, Star Trek Infinite, coming soon. And so this is interesting. They released this teaser trailer a while back with the promise of more details coming soon. And just recently on Captain Picard Day, they released a gameplay trailer for this game, and this looks pretty cool. I kind of love that Star Trek is having a bit of a renaissance with computer games recently. Star Trek Resurgence, I played and enjoyed. I finished that game a little while ago. I'm looking forward to playing it again and making different choices. Lots of fun. It was pretty cool. I've been kind of out of the Star Trek online world for quite a while. I used to play that quite a bit when it first came out. Haven't played it a lot lately. I know it's still going strong, though. But this one, Star Trek Infinite 
is kind of described as a grand strategy game set in the Star Trek The Next Generation era. And this new gameplay trailer shows what that means with this kind of overview of the Alpha and Beta quadrants with the different powers. It looks like the four powers you can play as are the United Federation of Planets, the Klingon Empire, the Romulan Star Empire, and the Cardassian Union. And to my eye, looking at this trailer, it reminds me a lot of Civilization, crossed with a bit of Armada, if you remember that game from a few decades ago now, with a little bit of Birth of the Federation thrown in. I never really played that one much, but I had a friend who had it and, and enjoyed that. I'm also seeing online, and I can't really speak to this, I'm not an expert, but Stellaris is a game that is cited a lot when talking about Star Trek Infinite, saying that it, it has a lot of surface features that kind of really resemble that game, and there's in fact a mod to that game that takes place in the Star Trek universe. And this looks a lot like that. And doing some comparisons just kind of quickly, again, I'm not an expert. I've never really played Stellaris, but looking at it, you know, the fonts are the same, the kind of feel of it feels very much the same. And Paradox, which is the company that is producing this game, also produces Stellaris. So it feels like there's a lot of crossover there. And a lot of people online who are more knowledgeable about this than I have said this looks like kind of an official mod of Stellaris as opposed to the unofficial mods that are currently out there. I can't really speak to that. I don't know a lot about it myself, like I said, but it looks really cool. It looks fascinating. This one, more than Resurgence, feels like it could be an absolute time sink. So I'm a little hesitant to get it based on that because I don't need another time sink. I have so much that occupies my time. I feel constantly busy, but at the same time, this looks really cool. And it kind of flashes me back to the days of playing Armada. I used to play that game a lot. And Civilization, I also played quite a bit as well. So I don't know, maybe I will have to pick this one up and give it a try. It does look very cool. No definite release date yet for this game. It is coming to PC this fall, according to this press release. Are there a lot of Star Trek gamers out there? I'd like to hear from you if you plan on picking this up, or anybody who plays Stellaris and maybe plays the Star Trek mod. Are you excited by an official version of that? And finally, one last piece of news here from the world of Star Trek comics. IDW has announced that they are launching Star Trek Picard's Academy, a series about a young Jean-Luc Picard at Starfleet Academy. The official synopsis says, Before becoming the Federation's finest, Jean-Luc was an ordinary student at Starfleet Academy with sights on the stars. His path forward was charted, blow his classmates out of the water on the infamous evasive maneuvers exam, and graduate early. But there's a detail Cadet Picard hadn't factored into his plan. The exam was a group project, and he'd need to make friends with, ugh, people, if he stood a chance at passing. Federation starships aren't run by a party of one, after all. So this new series is written by author Sam Meggs, who is a New York Times best-selling author. He's known for Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars and Marvel action Captain Marvel. Uh, he has written Star Trek before, though, having written a story in 2016's Star Trek Waypoint number 2. The art for this series is done by Ornella Greco, with colors by Charlie Kirchhoff, and uh, with a cover by artist Sweeney Boo. So some different names than we tend to hear with 
with regards to Star Trek comics, but uh, definitely excited to check this out. It looks like maybe it's kind of geared more towards a younger audience possibly than more recent comic titles, but it definitely looks interesting, maybe not quite marketed towards me exactly. That synopsis with the kind of ugh people thing, I don't know, I'm kind of curious as to what type of tone they're trying to strike with this, but I'll definitely check it out. Uh, it's coming out in September. Again, no definite release date for this one, but it looks like kind of September, October is going to be a really busy time for Star Trek in all kinds of mediums. So interesting that a lot of our news stories this week have to do with things that are coming out then. So definitely going to check this out. Don't know that I'm going to love it, but we'll see how it goes. Well, there you have it, folks. Like I said, a bit of a shorter episode this week with just the Star Trek news, but lots going on in the Star Trek universe. Star Trek Strange New Worlds continues along again, like I said, today's episode or this week's episode, depending on when you listen to this, Ad Astra Per Aspera, and then the following week we have Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. I love it when Star Trek references Shakespeare in its titles, so definitely looking forward to that one. Please reach out to us, PositivelyTrek at gmail.com, with any comments or questions that you have. You can find me on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Productions, and on Twitter at Kurtrats, and on Mastodon at Kurtrats at mstdn dot ca. Thank you so much, of course, to our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate you. If you want to help support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash positively trek. We would love to have your support. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Until then, as always, stay positive. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.